0: Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and today I want to talk about Black History Month, specifically how to receive Black history. And I'm going to start by just giving what I hope is an understood disclaimer that I'm coming at this as a white person. And... I don't know that what I have to share would move past, you know, a white perspective, but my intention is to share from love. And this podcast was actually motivated by a friend who lovingly told me that I need to speak up more about, you know, my own journey with being anti racist, becoming anti racist, healing my own bullshit essentially around race, which has been. A journey and it continues to be a journey. And I have explicitly said that I am an ally. And yet I've been fairly quiet on the podcast about issues around race. And certainly, as we are in Black History Month, about Black history in this country and the relationship of race and racism inside my own family, my family of origin. And the reason is because I have always efforted to bring information here, to bring insight here when I am fully in a healed state. And what that means is that, you know, when you communicate from trauma, from dysfunction, from toxicity, from any of these places, you run the risk of passing it on, right, of handing off the trauma, the dysfunction, the toxic energy. And so using Brene's Brown rule of, you know, I share when I know that I don't need the audience to be okay with me. That's what she considers her healed place. and, And that's always been a good rule of thumb for me. And the reality is that, you know, this work is not quick work. It's not work that happens overnight, and yet a friend of mine said to me, I need you to speak up and show me how to have these difficult conversations because I don't know what they look like and I don't know how to have them so when i when I see you have them, it makes it easier for me. It helps me orient myself on where I need to be and so for that reason and for some of some other people who have asked me to kind of speak up more on you know this this journey i'm doing this podcast from this place but i'm very uncomfortable and here's why it's very hard for me to do this without centering myself in this story and i've also really struggled with Staying away from anything that is performative, which is essentially done to make you think highly of me. And that is definitely, you know, that's definitely on the table that that I might do something so that you think better of me. And that can't be a part of this conversation. It can't be a part of this journey. So as I went inward and I thought, what I, as a white person who's still learning how to be anti racist and quite imperfect at it, what can I bring to the conversation of Black history? And what came to me, what was given to me, in fact, by my spirit guides, was to talk about it in terms of, you know, what we talk about here making space for magic and moving out of resistance and into receiving. That in order for us to be in receptivity, we must receive. Everything. And the reality is that Black history, at least in the country that I live in, in the United States, is something that all of us have been in resistance about. And I certainly have. And, you know, probably up until these last couple of years, I saw Black History Month as this effort to turn a lens on history that that was forgotten, that was overlooked. But in doing that, it made it feel like, okay, we can check this box, right? And that's just not going to work anymore. And so how can we use this month? How can I use this month to, in a healthy way, in a way that actually serves all of us, right? And that is to move out of resistance. And you know, when we look at what is Black history, when I look at what is Black history? It's not the racism. It's not, that's not what this is about. This is about acknowledging the contributions that have been made by Black people that have been ignored, right? And specifically for 2022, we are in the theme of Black History Month is health and wellness, which is so relative, right? With all of the struggles through the pandemic. And So how can we receive that? How can I receive that? And that's the question I've been asking. And really in receiving, the rule applies across all things, which is just stop resisting, right? And that's really been the journey I personally have experienced over the last two years and why it's been something I've been somewhat quiet about here publicly. It is not something I've been quiet about in one-to-one conversations, that's where I've been doing my work. That's where I've been having those conversations. Because to me, that's the only place really that I have found moves the dial is when you take someone who is in resistance and you really meet them from a place of love. And that's where I personally spent my efforts with people, white people in my immediate community, in my immediate family that need different perspectives or where I feel like I can be of assistance in providing a different perspective. But as we allow that resistance to drop away, what comes in is a lot of pain, right? We all experience that pain of having pushed away something that was so essential to our history, which is The contributions of so many people. And certainly in Black History Month, we're looking at those contributions of Black people, but there's been many populations who have been ignored, whose contributions have been ignored regularly, right? And so as we start to let that in, it's going to hurt. It is going to hurt. And how do we process that pain? So I wanted to share a couple of resources that have been really helpful for me and perhaps will be helpful for you, if, especially if you're a white person, right? A person who is looking to be on this journey of moving out of resistance of what we've all been pushing away for so long. And, and so the first is, Hopefully, you've heard of this book already by now, but it's an incredible, incredible contribution, which is My Grandmother's Hands. And um, the author, Rezma Menakem, he brings to the table a somatic approach to this healing of understanding that it doesn't matter where you are in the race spectrum. All of us have been traumatized by this we've all been traumatized by white supremacy, right? And we just need to heal it in different ways. And certainly when we look at health and wellness, right? And match it up with Black history, it's about how do we become healthy as humanity, right? And so that is an incredible resource. And I will tell you, it takes a commitment, right? Because As you move through the book, there you are going to move through exercises that really are going to ask you to allow the trauma that your body holds to come up. And it's a big ask. And it's important that you get the right support doing that. If you feel like you can't do that on your own, that you get the support of a trauma based therapist. So that's the first resource that I wanted to share. Specifically, and two resources that I've recently found, which I feel are just so incredible, and I'm so excited because both of these humans are going to be on the podcast at some point in the future. And the first is Octavia Rahim, uh, just released a new book, Pause, Rest, Be. And now, this is an incredible resource for every single person on the planet right now, because I think all, well, I can't say on the planet, but certainly in Western society, in this, this place where we overwork and overwork and overwork. And I feel like this is also one of the reasons why we are having such a slow go of it, processing this trauma with race and allowing ourselves to acknowledge all of the peoples who have been ignored, all of the history that has been rejected Is because when we start to let in the pain, when we are already overworked, when we already exhausted, when we are already fatigued, to be told that we have privilege, right? Or to be told I have privilege, when I feel bone weary, soul weary, our first instinct is to reject that, right? And so how do we shift that? And that is to restore ourselves, to make our souls and our bodies whole enough to be able to process the trauma. And that's the gift of this book. It is a restorative yoga practice, but what it does is it specifically brings in restorative yoga for ethnic and race-based stress and trauma. And, And I think that is so important right now, so important and so needed because We can't become anti racist. I can't become fully anti racist until I process the trauma of the racism that I benefited from, that we all benefited from. And in order to do that, I have to heal at a core level. And I'm using the word I simply because I don't want to assume where you are on your journey. I don't even want to assume who you are. I just want to show you what I'm doing, right? In the hopes that this helps because this is what. I've been told is needed right now, is for for me to speak up. And that is the only reason that I'm doing it. Because again, I just want to remind you, I feel I am just not clear on when I'm centering myself in these stories. It's still not obvious to me. And I am doing it imperfectly. And another uh, resource that I found that I want to share with you is with someone that I've actually been friends with on Facebook for years. We met in a manifestation course probably 10 years ago. And I've always admired her and I've always been impressed with the information she shared. And she just released a brand new podcast, Iabo Onipidi, who released the podcast Liminal Space. And the reason this is just so amazing to me right now is because it opened my mind and understanding to why this has been such a struggle for me to put my words into you know, what's going on for me internally. And so liminal space is the in-between place. And that's where I am on my personal journey, but that's where we are as a humanity in relationship to healing our challenges and our hurts and our trauma with race. And when I started to read Octavia Rahim's book, she used the exact same term, this liminal space. And I had never thought of it with respect to the conversation around race and culture. And as I applied it, it freed me up personally. And and that's where I'm extending this to you. First of all, we'll put all these resources in the show notes and definitely... I encourage you to check them out and join Iyabo's community. But Yaba specifically says that she wanted to create a space where shame and guilt wasn't a part of it. And that's, that is at the heart of where my challenge has been, is there has been so much shame and so much guilt that has come up for me personally, in my personal relationship to race and racism that I wasn't prepared to share it yet. And that's important. It's important to honor our in-between places. It's important to honor the things that we struggle with, right? And to do them at a pace that makes sense for us. Because rushing forward and waving flags that we are not yet prepared to wave it does nothing other than satisfy the ego. And it was really important to me that I not do that. And yet at the same time, there was another Black leader that has always, for years, has meant a lot to me. And um, I may get to that story, but if I don't, her name is Marian Anderson. She was a very famous opera singer. And she lived near where I live when she was here on the planet in Danbury. She lived in Danbury, Connecticut. And the reason she lived in Danbury, Connecticut, the reason I became familiar with her is because the Danbury Historical Society is based on the property she once owned. And her husband was an architect and he built this gorgeous studio for her on the property that was designed to be acoustically optimal for her practice. And it's a beautiful property. And I, early on in my journey in running this business, when I did live events, I always tried to find a space that had history based in the women's movements. And so that's how I found Marion Anderson's home to host an event in. And as I just learned more and more about her and doing the work that I do, I Asked her for permission to stay there and could I be in her space and had this communication with her. And as I felt her spirit, I was just so incredibly moved by her strength and her what all the bullshit she put up with. She was this phenomenal force on the planet and she had to face over and over again frustrations and roadblocks and limitations because of other people's ignorance. And she just kept going and going and going. And she has held such a special place in my heart. And so recently, I noticed on social media leading up to Black History Month that she's being featured on, I guess, PBS did a special. And so Marian Anderson's story was featured within the special. And so she was particularly top of mind. And I was There were pieces of her story that I didn't realize that she was the first Black leader to perform at the Lincoln Memorial. She is the reason why so much that has been done in that space happened because of her, because of the courage she showed. And so more and more of her story was coming to me just recently. And I was looking at what she had done around Black leadership and that piece of her career. And there was a quote that hit me and it hit me so hard. She said, the minute a person whose word means a great deal to others dare to take the open-hearted and courageous way, many others follow. And um, people have told me what I say means something to them. And that Still is kind of hard for me to wrap my head around. But when I heard those words from her, I did feel like I owed it to at least speak up. Because if you're sitting there on the chance that you are the one that's sitting there and is not sure how to move forward, if something I'm doing or say points you in a direction of healing or understanding, then I'm glad I did it. And there was something else she said, which I think is what sparked my conversation with my spirit guides about tying this in to resistance. And she said, as long as you keep a person down, some part of you has to be down there to hold him down. So it means you cannot soar as you otherwise might. And it's possible that you're sitting there and thinking, I don't have it in me to dive deeper into anti-racist work. Or I don't have it in me to allow the pain of someone that doesn't look like me to affect me and to connect the dots between where their pain is my pain or where you've benefited maybe from someone else's pain. And again, gosh, I'm just going to make the disclaimer. I'm saying this as a white person and this message primarily is just to make my, where I'm standing known. But as we resist it, as we hold, because holding back history of greatness of anyone requires energy, right? That resistance is energy. That is energy that could be put somewhere else. And as long as we push it away. We need energy to do that. And then that energy is keeping all of us from soaring, all of us as humanity from evolving and ascending. And this ascension is happening, right? So the ascension is happening on the planet. And the more energy we put towards pushing away what we don't like, the longer it is going to take for us to join that ascension comfortably. And that is all of our destiny. I hope that um, you have been able to hear these words from me with the intention I brought to it, which is to be honest about where I am on my journey and also to bring in some resources that specifically to me relate to this year's theme of health and wellness in Black History Month, because it's all of our responsibilities to invite in the history of Black people that have been uh, resisted in the past, and we all benefit from it when we do that. When we do it with love, from the intention of healing, uh, send you so much love on your journey for wherever you are. And I highly recommend the resources that I mentioned in this podcast. Again, we'll put it in the show notes, and I am excited to have our guests coming up in future months. And if you have a guest that you think would be great for the podcast, I would love to know who they are. Please let me know, patty at pattylennon.com. It is really important to me that the guests that we have on the show are people you know that I either I know personally or that someone I know knows. because that's how we get the best content here. So I appreciate that from you and I send you my love and I wish you a magical magical week.